Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We're your host, Tim and Julie Harris, live from Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's show. Thank you. It's great to be here. I think we're going to have fun with the show and hopefully enlighten and brighten some of their minds so that they can take some practical, applicable action on this Monday, starting out a fresh new week with all kinds of opportunity in front of them. So I'm looking forward to this one. So what we're going to be doing, guys, is we're going to be focusing on mindset and motivation. This is a topic that we talk about, and as all you guys know, well, at least long-term listeners know, that Julie and I do not waste time with all the think-about stuff. We do not like to talk about all the mental masturbatory things that are out there that are just all in the whole mindset genre. But I'll just encapsulate it. Those of you guys who are familiar with this sort of book and the movie that came out around it, you'll understand what I mean. And this is what we try to avoid, anything that's resembling anything that looks like the secret. Okay? So we don't waste time with that. What we do is we want to give you guys practical, tactical information that's going to make it so that you can have a powerful mindset and you can just live by the saying, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So what we're going to be presenting to you guys today is we're going to give you a little, this is from our upcoming book, Harris Rules. And I want to thank all of you on our private Facebook page who contributed your feedback about our different cover designs. I actually thought the feedback was fantastic, and I took a couple of suggestions and sent it over to our editor, and they're changing them now. I didn't share any of those that feedback with you, Julie, but one of the, uh, I think it was a gal, she said she didn't like the font we used because the Harris Rules was kind of like an old, you know, kind of like a rustic looking, or I don't know what word you want to use, but she mm-hmm. said when she thinks of uh, Tim and Julie Harris, she thinks it's like crisp, fresh, new, you know, and the font that we used didn't look like those, uh, the resemblance of really what I think a lot of people see us as, is which is a really cutting edge. The font style itself looked a little old time. I thought that was really yep. insightful, mm-hmm. and frankly, I'm surprised that neither of us thought of that. <laughs> but anyway, so thanks for the feedback, guys. We've been looking the at book it so long. Hope- yeah, right? Two years to get this damn thing done. So the book mm-hmm. is going to be um, done hopefully uh, within the next couple of weeks. And then what we're going to do is a promotion for all of our listeners. We're going to give you guys an opportunity to download the book for like a dollar. And the reason we're doing that is because we want to make it so that um, we get it in as many hands as fast as possible. And then we want to uh, give you guys the book for a dollar in exchange for some uh, reviews on Amazon. So that will be coming your way. We'll talk more about that. I think I might do a competition around it too or you know something fun. So um, another thing, thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to podcast for real estate agents. This, we continually are you know around 100,000 regular listeners. It's really fantastic to know that what we're saying resonates with all of you. I ha- when we get emails um, from the podcast listeners, I can tell within a word, uh, you know, basically a word or two into your email whether you guys are first-time listeners or long-term listeners because you guys are getting it. Th- those of you who've been listening to us for a long time, you've your brains, I can tell, are being rewired because you're listening to these thoughts and you're following the the breadcrumbs that we're leaving for you. You guys are kind of cutting through all the Mickey Mouse that's out there and realizing, and I think starting to live by. Um, the fact that our highest and truest purpose on this planet is not to find your passion, is not to find balance, is not to do all these sort of, 
you know, pseudoscience, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, Mickey Mouse things that everyone thought they were going to uh, have to learn how to master in order to have a, a good life. And the, and the reality of it is, is the key, there's two key elements to, to having a great life. And the first one is knowing that your purpose on this planet is to be of service to others. I don't really need to vamp any more on that. And the secondary thought that goes with that, once you realize that is your highest and true, truest purpose on this planet, not to find your passion, but to be of service to others. And when you embrace that, then you also then will embrace um, our other one of our other top sayings, which is doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level is the key to ever-increasing long-term success. So, guys, when you put those two thoughts together, it really does change the way you approach your business and, frankly, your life. So I strongly encourage all of you to listen to our past podcasts. Um, they are on timandjulieharris.com. They're on Stitcher. They're on iTunes. So listen to those anytime you want. We have now, I don't even know how many shows, 2,000, 2,500 shows. You know, so a lot of good stuff you guys go back and listen to. And, uh, yeah, Julie, so we have some great uh, mindset stuff to focus on with these yes, guys on one today's quick show. Shout out. We, yep. Yes, I was going to say, you have a shout-out. Go ahead. Yes, from Nathan Sherman, and I think that this is such a great question. This is one of the quintessential questions that every single real estate professional has to be able to answer competently and confidently. So Nathan writes, question, I'm fairly new to real estate, about nine months. I owned a previous business for 14 years. It was easy in my previous industry to create a strong, unique selling proposition and stand up from my competition based on what and how we did things better, at least in our own minds. But I am failing to see how I can make myself stand out as an agent as it appears that much of what is done is pretty standardized across the board. For example, when taking a listing, same basic steps are taken to promote the property, signage, MLS, etc. What are the primary differentiators that allow me to answer the question, here it is, and this isn't just for newbies, only licensed for nine months. This is for everybody. Why should I choose you over the other guy or gal? Or how are you different? And when I'm coaching this to I always say, you know, to put them on the spot, because this is a big question. Why should I choose you versus the agent who sold me the house versus the agent that I play golf with every week versus the agent who's been sending me postcards for the past three years? Why should I choose you? And whenever we ask agents that, there's either silence or a lot of, stuff that kind of all sounds the same. Well, you know, I'll network and this and that. I'll put your property online because Nathan is right. There is a lot of stuff that's exactly the same. And I answered him on Facebook saying the answer is in your pre-listing package. That's where your USPs, unique selling propositions are. And that is how you answer this question. Back to you. Well, let's hover there, but let's hover there, Julie. That's really the bottom line. Guys, listen, the nice thing about real estate and the bad thing about real estate. So when Julie and I, now remember, Julie and I are in our, Julie likes to say mid-40s, but really we're in our late 40s. So when uh, Julie and I were in the, first got into business over 20 years ago, I'm going to get hell for that later, I promise all of you. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, when we got into real estate over 20 years ago, we sold over 100 houses our first year. We learned that there's an, you know, the nice thing about being in real estate is that pretty much every seller out there, every real buyer, anybody, doesn't know how to differentiate one agent from the other. So if you're brand new in real estate and the old guard is telling you that you have to some way, you know, somehow earn your way into basically taking listings, it's just a bunch of bullshit. You can take listings from the first day you get into business, no problem whatsoever. And ultimately, what makes us, that's the blessing of the business and that's the curse of the business. From an agent who's been in the business for a long time, that's the curse. Because when you go out on a listing appointment, you could be competing against a brand new agent. But in the mind of the seller, all agents are the same. And it's a blessing if you're a new agent because you go out on a listing appointment, the old guard 
backyard grizzled agent that maybe psychologically you're fearful over, the fact is is that all sellers perceive that all agents are about the same because guess what? Pretty much all agents offer the same uh, baseline of service. Now, the pre-listing pack, when you use that correctly, whether you're new in the business or you've you know, been in the business forever, the pre-listing pack literally is what makes you different. That is what makes you different. Not, I mean, just let, just having a pre-listing pack makes you different. But the trademark, copywritten content inside our pre-listing pack is the reason that they're going to list with you. Because you offer your unique selling propositions, or as those of you guys who have not been in the marketing space for a while, USPs, unique selling propositions, those are all specifically laid out in our pre-listing pack that we give you as part of our premier coaching student. That answers all the heavy, That does all the heavy lifting for you prior to getting there. I'm not overselling it, guys. The fact is, is when you follow the Premier Coaching Program and you use, and the pre-listing pack is only like 1% of everything you get as far as the Premier Coaching Program, but when you follow the Premier Coaching Program and you do follow the listing process, you use our trademark uh, Sharpie Close, you go through the whole thing, you pre-qualify, you know what the seller, uh, their motivation, you maybe have an idea or if not know what they think the house is worth before you go out there, you send the pre-listing pack exactly like we want you to send it. Most of the time, the sellers will literally have have no more questions other than reviewing the price and signing the paperwork. You guys think I'm oversimplifying it, but I'm not. Because what we did, what we designed the pre-listing pack, is to answer every single question a seller might ever have about why they should list with you. So all of the questions that you guys are living in fear of and using as your excuse for not going after listings already completely answered in the pre-listing pack. Will you cut your commission? Answered in the pre-listing pack. What's the, I don't want to sign a long listing contract, answered in the pre-listing pack. You know, what are you going to do to sell my house? Answered in the pre-listing pack. What are the guarantees you offer that you're, you're going to do a great job communicating with me? You guys get the idea. It's all done for you. When you so the, here's what we want to have happen, and we see this happen all the time. We get a brand-new agent, brand-new licensee, brand-new ITAR coaching program. They, you know, basically they haven't listened to all the people giving them all the, you know, negative. You can't go out and get a listing until you've worked with buyers for a thousand years. So they decided not to allow all that crap thought to enter into their minds, and they just decide to go after listings. They do it right away. They use their pre-listing pack, and we have stories on on our uh, private Facebook page where these new agents who've never sold Jack before, just follow our system, send their pre-listing pack ahead of time, and they're taking listings away from grizzled veterans. Again, it's a blessing that uh, consumers see us all the same, and it's a curse that they see us all the same. Okay, you guys get it? So the answer to your question, what makes you different, is a valid question that every seller has the right to know the answer to. And if you can't answer the question, that's the reason the sellers, and if, if you know, basically they're trying to choose between one or the other, that's the reason some sellers will just focus on commission or other things because you guys have not earned the right to earn their business. That's what the pre-listing pack does for you. Get it? Now remember, you don't have to, uh, you don't have, to have it, uh, all the training for each of the pages in the pre-listing pack. You don't have to have all those memorized. Do yourself a favor. Just take a little cheat sheet. Literally have for you in front of you when you're at the seller's house a little reminder, some keywords to remind you what are the important things of each of the pages in the pre-listing pack. But in most cases, you're going to walk into the seller's house. They're going to want to review the price. They're going to want to probably review um, your marketing plan, maybe not, and they're just going to want to do the paperwork and get it over with because the pre-listing pack will have done the work for you. You guys get it? If you're not excited over that, you're just not serious about real estate. That's the stone-cold truth. If you guys are not jumping out of your seats saying, I need to get on board with this and start focusing in and going after listings, 
you know, after having worked half your summer already on chasing buyers and getting frustrated, many of you, if you're not 100% positive you need to be chasing listings, you're just not serious about real estate. Listen, guys, we've made it easy for you. Just request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, free coaching calls for agents. And when you do, we're going to give you six of our free books, including uh, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate and the Real Estate Treasure Map. You get those for free for just scheduling your coaching call. But what I want you to do is go ahead and schedule your coaching call with one of our new member coaches, and they're going to answer all your questions um, about your real estate lead generation wheel, because obviously you need leads first. So guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break, only 40 seconds. When we come back, we're going to jump right in uh, to page 15 from our upcoming book, and we're going to be talking specifically about tactical, practical things you can be doing now to build your mindset. Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris is brought to you in part by Firepoint. Growing a real estate business is all about knowing your numbers. Long-term success in real estate is knowing how to capitalize on those numbers daily. As the head of your team, whether it's one, 100, or even 1,000 people, Firepoint is the all-in-one business solution for you. Created by agents for agents, Firepoint is more than just another CRM. Firepoint offers a complete picture of your business. From lead generation to team management and accountability and the best return on investment reports in the industry, FirePoint is the solution that is focused on what matters, showing you the most profitable path to more closed transactions. Schedule a free demo at FirePoint.net. So all of you guys who ask us questions about what uh, CRM you should use, we just answered it. It's FirePoint, and you guys know how very rarely – um, we allow people to sponsor the show, let alone how often or how rarely we give endorsements. It's just because I like the FirePoint product. It really is an all-encompassing thing. that th- They're just doing a great job. And the best yeah. part is that they have – it's designed for agents, uh, basically by agents. So are you ready to jump in, Julie? I am, and this is one of my favorite parts of the book because I have seen such an impact when agents really get this. So we wanted to talk today about the difference where between where you are now – and where you need to be to feel a significant improvement in lifestyle. This is one of our most common coaching questions, including lifestyle things, including paying off debt, buying an awesome house, building up huge reserves, and having the freedom to travel. The difference between where you are now and being able to do that is actually less than you think, not more. How many agents, when you ask them what's their goal to really move forward, they say, well, I've got to make a million bucks, or I've got to sell 300 houses. Well, I'm going to show you that you're wrong about that. We know that for most agents, based on our countless coaching calls and years of experience, the difference is really about a three-to-one ratio. So in other words, for you to make the uh, lifestyle leap, it takes about three times what you're currently averaging in commissions earned monthly. So you can stop there. If you don't know what that number is, figure out what you're currently averaging monthly and know that to have a big lifestyle change, it's three times that but doing it consistently month in and month out. So there are actually two leaps you've got to make in order for you to realize what your numbers are. And Tim, feel free to jump in anytime that you want to on this stuff and make sure I'm not uh, talking too cosmically or something. (laughs) No, you're not. I'm attached to this stuff. 
I know you are. This, the, guys, this is one of my favorite sections of the book, and as you guys probably know from listening to our past podcast, Julie does most of the writing. But this section in particular, I, it cuts through, again, it gets right to the heart of what you guys really want. You want financial security, and you want to know how you can go about upgrading your life at the same time be building wealth for the future. This is kind of the – this is a very simp- – well, I was going to say simplistic, but the truth is it is the true way of creating your own financial formula. So make sure you're taking notes. A lot of brokers and office managers use our podcast for their training um, and so make sure you're taking notes guys because this really really does help clarify your mind with regards to uh, your thoughts with regards to money yeah so you've got to know what your numbers are to do this the freedom comes from knowing these numbers so that you can help uh, so that you can I'm sorry then act and do something about it not knowing your numbers keeps you simply paying your bills on time fantasizing about what it could be if you just did quote more more being that nebulous number that you haven't nailed down because you don't know what your numbers are. Or more commonly, by convincing yourself that your lifestyle won't change unless you make at least a million dollars more, which is probably not even necessary. So, in our observation, a typical agent must make about $5,000 per month to meet his or her financial obligations. Now, you can adjust that for your size of family, location in the country, You know, we have coaching clients who have eight kids all in private schools. Their numbers are going to be a little different. Their costs will be more. Also, adjustments made for differences in your marketplace. If you're only making $5,000 per month and you live in Manhattan, well, you're probably below the poverty line and starving. By and large, though, we're going to use this as an easy example because we know that most agents have to make about five grand per month to meet their basic financial obligations. Now, that same agent could pay off their debt save a nice nest egg, take two or three awesome vacations a year, and upgrade his house, car, and wardrobe for about $15,000 per month. Again, here's the secondary leap of faith. you got to do it month in and month out. So it's not just the making more, that's roughly three times what you have to make. It's the consistency of doing it that's important. So I wrote down some math, Tim, if you want to jump, if you want me to jump into that or any other thoughts on this before we do a little bit of calculation. a quick yeah. apology to our listeners. We're actually adding on to our office here, and that's the, occasionally you guys will hear some noise in the background, such as the way yeah. they're operating right outside Julie's office. They're everywhere. So, sorry about that. That's right. <laughs> so this is it's challenging your mindset. Are you going to listen and take notes, or are you going to be annoyed by the occasional bandsaw? It's your choice. No. no, go ahead, Julie. Hey, if I can present them, they can listen. So That's right. Um, it's right outside my door. All right, so use this knowing your numbers formula. So listeners, get out your pen, get out a calculator. You've got to know what you really need to earn to achieve your personal, business, family, and financial goals. So we're going to talk about monthly, right? So part A is your personal overhead, and you fill in the blank. Your Part B is your business overhead, and then you've got fun money, okay? So We should stop on personal overhead. What am I really talking about here? Most of you guys can figure this out. Your house payment or rent. You've got your car payment, insurance, taxes, uh, health insurance. You've got your groceries, your basic stuff, your cell phone bill, which most of you have figured out how to pay for with real estate or this is your initial goal. So that's a number. Then you've got your business overhead. Some of you are paying office fees. Some of you, you know, you figure that out based on a split or capping or something like that. But you also have the cost of your signs, your lockboxes, your home brochures, all that kind of stuff. And then part C is your fun money. And I always say if you don't budget fun money, you're not going to have any fun. So do take that seriously. Don't skip that category. If it's not planned, it doesn't happen. And then part D is your taxes. 
So you're going to add up A, B, and C, and then add 25% as a general rule for your taxes. Now, some people pay more, some people pay less. Depends on you know what your spouse is doing in your overall household income, but figure on 25% because it's better to plan that it's going to be that high and then get a refund check. And then you've got Part E, savings. Now. All real estate agents say, I want to save more. I've never heard anybody say, you know, I want to save less. So decide how much more. Put a number on it. A good place to start is at least 90 days of personal and business savings. If you already have that, work on saving a year of reserves. We have one coaching client that has 17 years of reserves. Okay? So then you're going to add all that up, and it's going to give you a, a number. Okay? So that's kind of some homework. Most people can't do that on the fly. The uh, part B is you're going to add all of these things up, and that equals your income required to earn per month. That is a number. Remember, we're working on your numbers here and coming clear on that. Then you add my outside income is, now not everybody has outside income, but this is any non-real estate income, including your spouse's income, investment properties, other things you've got going on. Some of you have other businesses that have uh, created well, some income for you. If, it's worth interjecting right there, Julie, that there's a NARS uh, research that shows that the average realtor in the United States earns like their family household income is 75000 or whatever it was. And yep. you guys, when you hear those statistics, you've got to be cutting through it and understanding that they're talking about household income. Julie just touched on it. Most people in real estate, there's a, so like there's a 2 million people in real estate, let's say, in the United States. And something like 1.3 or 1.4 are members of the National Association of Realtors. And we, based on our own research, we think probably 400,000 of, of, you know, overall list, overall 2 million are probably the ones that are productive. And everyone else just picks up a handful of deals per year. The everyone else, even in, you know, for the most part, are the ones that have this as their part-time job. And there's nothing wrong with being a part-time real estate agent. And I realize we're the only ones in the industry that are saying that. And the industry likes to crap on people that are in the parts, uh, part-time real estate. But here, I'll just be straight up with you guys. And when you, if you're thinking about emailing us and asking us if you should quit your job and get full-time into real estate, and you've got kids and you don't have health insurance and you don't have savings and you've got a lot of debt, I'm going to tell you, hell no. Do part-time real estate and then keep your full-time job. Now, if you've got a spouse that basically gives you financial security and can, uh, you know, has health insurance and, you know, all those types of things, yeah, go for it. I think that's a smart move. But, you know, don't. there is no one answer. It just really is depending on your um, overall financial picture. So when you hear these surveys where they say the average household income of the real estate agent in the United States is 75 or 100 grand, remember that's including all sources of income, not just those that come from real estate transactions. That's yes. going to be an eye opener for a lot of you because you, yeah, go ahead, Julie. Well, it's built right into our book, Math. That's how seriously we take that we are not just aware, but support all of you who are doing multiple things. After all, we do teach to have multiple spokes in your wheel. Sometimes they're not all real estate right. spokes. That's okay. So you're going to add up what your monthly outgo is to pay all of your bills, taxes, fund money, and basic stuff. Then you're going to subtract anything else that's coming in that's not real estate, and that will give you a number. And, again, it's okay if you don't have any outside income. Most agents don't. Some of you do. But figure it into your math. Okay? So then that's going to give you your bottom line number that you've got to earn per month. That is a real hard figure. That's not, quote, more. That's not millions more. That's a real actual number. And Tim, agents are so relieved when they actually figure out what that is instead of guessing at it. 
So then you're going to take the amount from what I must earn and multiply it by 12 to equal your required yearly income for your personal business savings taxes and fund. That amount is fill in the blank for the year. You're going to need this figure later when you figure out uh, your unit and income calculator. We're not going to get that into that on the uh, podcast, but it's certainly in the book. So part two, you've got to figure out the amount of my average net commission because we're going to divide that into your yearly income to tell you exactly how many units you've got to sell. So you can stop guessing at that to make a significant lifestyle leap. Now here's the secret. If you're not sure what the average uh, net commission is to you, ask your broker because they're tracking that for you. If you're a new agent, find out the average sale price in your area and use the average net commission based on that price. And again, your broker or office manager can help you crunch the numbers and figure out some real math on that. Uh, another secret, net commission is what you keep. Some of you guys are confused about this because you've never had to have these thoughts. Net commission is what you keep after all your broker splits, any processing fees, etc. So you take the amount you must earn per month and divide it by your average net commission. This will reveal the number of transactions necessary to cover your personal business savings fund and tax requirements every month. The amount needed per month divided by my average net commission is blank deals needed times 12 is your total deals necessary. Okay, And I'm going to stop right there, Tim, because I've got to get ready for Premier. But you know, when we do this, it's almost always a smaller number than they think, not bigger. I mean, well, so many agents think they've got to do so much more, but depends on their situation, of course, but go ahead. So we're going to pick up where we left off today, tomorrow, but what Julie just touched on is really critical. When we do this exercise, either individually um, or in front of a group, here's what always comes up. I'll foreshadow it. You guys are probably all going to discover the same thing. <laughs> when you add up how much money you actually have to earn every month, it's probably around five grand. Now, yes, I know if you're in LA, you spend five grand on lunch. Or if you're in New York City, you spent five grand on your Uber just getting to work today. I get it. But the reality of it is, is for 95% of all of our listeners, you basically have to earn around $5,000 a month. And maybe less if you have a spouse that's earning. You know, that's usually what we see as it being a norm across the country. And, and you know, look, upper-end agents, we coach a ton of them in the United States. The guys are earning millions of dollars per year. They've had over the years lifestyle creep, and they might have other things they need to pay for are obligated to pay for. But look, the bottom line is, is for most of you, five to 7000 is what you're going to discover that you need to earn every month. But don't take my word for it. Go and do your own homework on this and add it up. Look, I know this is the type of thing that nobody talks to you guys about, but here's what comes with a peace of mind of knowing exactly where your money's going. You'll know exactly where your money's going. <laughs> That's the peace of mind. You'll know exactly what you have to earn. And the second part of what Julie was showing you guys how to do is do the math on figuring out exactly how many houses you have to sell uh, per month and then per year. We need those base numbers out of you guys, and you need them yourselves, so that you can then go about figuring out, okay, so if I need, let's say, one deal to pay all my bills every month, that means I need 12 listings, because we focus on listings here. We, I need 12 listings a year, and if I need, like, if I want to upgrade my this, that, or the other, or if I want to pay this, that, or the other off, or if I want to, you know, whatever it is I want to do, I want to take the month off and go to Paris. Okay, I need to earn this much money which means I'll need to do one or two or three more transactions. And the, the wonderful feeling that comes from doing this exercise is that you'll actually start realizing how really, frankly, in many cases, easily you could be obtaining your goals if you actually knew the facts about your numbers. Again, guys, 
here's the cool thing. This is a mindset call, even though all we've done so far is talk about money, because what happens is once you are in control and knowing truly what your expenses are, once you see what it will actually take to accomplish your goals in life, you know, cover your have-to expenses, then cover all your want-to expenses, all that happens next is your your mindset will improve because you won't feel like you're floundering anymore. You won't feel like you're lost. You'll have real a clear sense of direction. Um, so for those of you guys ready to take this exercise on, I'm going to give you an advanced uh, suggestion here. Uh, uh, Quicken, uh, QuickBooks, I think, has a really cool free uh, app online called Mint.com. Mint.com is a great way for you to go ahead and put in all your accounts. So most of you guys will have two, maybe three uh, bank accounts. Put all those in there. Put retirement accounts in there. If your spouse has a, or you have a, you know, pension or any kind of other, you know, 401 from previous employees or whatever, stick all that in there. Put your property addresses in there credit card numbers in there and what happens is mint will give you a, it's like a, we call it a dashboard view of everything that's going on in your finances every single day it does a little uh, net worth summary at the bottom that is a very cool way of knowing exactly what's going on in your numbers so your homework from today is going to be to come up with what your personal overhead is come up with what your business overhead is and then the third thing julie asked you to do is come up with what your average commission is none of these things should be challenging for you to do um, take this stuff seriously because what we're going to talk about tomorrow is how to responsibly increase your overhead without having what I referred to earlier, which is lifestyle creep. And lifestyle creep is where all of a sudden, and we've had coaching clients like this, you know, where all of a sudden you have to earn you know, $150,000 a month just for your personal overhead. You guys are thinking to yourselves, how the hell is that possible? How could someone spend that much money just on personal overhead? Well, let me tell you, private schools, three kids, um, private summer camps, uh, you know, two lease payments, a big house. If you live in a state with big property taxes that also has city taxes and all these, you know, personal lifestyle, having to pay for three country clubs, and you go through, and I've had these conversations with just, I don't know, hundreds of you over the years where you guys are usually in your 40s, 50s, and 60s, and you realize you haven't saved the amount of money you wanted to save, and it's because the lifestyle creep has eaten away all your investable cash flow. You can change it. It is going to take some probably uncomfortable decisions on your part to be made, but the reality of it is, is that, guys, every single one of you listening, no matter where you are in the spectrum of earning and spending and lifestyle, need to take this seriously, get an understanding of what your monthly expenses are, and then get an, and know exactly what your uh, average commission is. And then tomorrow we're going to show you how to scale that out and literally make it so that you guys can be financially free and have the life of your dreams. You're feeling motivated, aren't you? Isn't that weird? <laughs> and the nice thing about this kind of motivation is it lasts. It's not just some sudden hit of caffeine and then it burns out two days later. This is giving you guys the education you need to be in control so you can stay motivated every day. I want you to wake up every single day and know I have to sell two houses per month, but I know when I sell five houses I'm going to be able to you know, fill in the blank with whatever your life's fantasy has been. That's how we did it. That's how literally thousands of our coaching clients have done it, and I want you guys to seriously consider doing the same thing. Listen, if you need us for anything, email me directly, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. In the meantime, if you have not done so, request a free coaching call at FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. Have a fantastic day, guys. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows 
And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.